What's up, y'all, and welcome to the Gumbo Mix. My name is D. Dwayne, and I'm about to make you some of my best gumbo filled with the greatest music from back in the day. There's no telling what you might hear in this gumbo, but every ingredient is important to the overall mix and is sure to please your musical palate. Let me turn the stove on and bring the heat up as you enjoy this batch of D. Dwayne's Gumbo Mix. We have great news to share with you, our listeners and fans of the Gumbo Mix. The Gumbo Mix can now be heard live on radio station KSER 90.7 FM and on the net at KSER.org. The show airs every Saturday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, so be sure to tune in and put your request in the Gumbo Pot live and on the air. That's every Saturday from 5 to 7 on KSER.org and 90.7 KSER-FM. Now, can you imagine being seven years old and your brothers have one of the biggest hit records in the country? Or how about being 11 years old, witnessing Jimi Hendrix audition to play guitar in your brother's band? Hmm. Or what about finally getting your chance to prove yourself at age 16 and you win by locking down one of the funkiest bass lines in R&B recorded history? This may sound like a wild musician's dream, but this is reality and it really happened to Ernie Isley. Ernie Isley is so much more than the guitar player for the Isley Brothers, and before this show is over, you are going to discover and enjoy him, his story, his artistry, and his music right here in this special one-on-one edition of The Gumbo Mix. Ernie Isley was born in Cincinnati, where his older brothers formed the Isley Brothers first as a gospel group, then as a secular singing group. In 1960, the family moved to Teaneck, New Jersey, and Ernie started playing drums at 12 years old. His first live gig as a member of his brother's band was as a drummer in 1966 at the age of 14. Ernie was influenced by Jose Feliciano's version of Light My Fire, and in 1968, he got his first guitar. He is a self-taught musician, and in 1968, he did his first professional recording playing bass on the Ozzy Brothers' breakthrough funk smash, It's Your Thing, released in 1969. He has played electric guitar, acoustic guitar, and drums on the group's early 1970s albums before fully joining the Ozzy Brothers in 1973. The Ozzy Brothers have been cited as having enjoyed one of the longest, most influential, and most diverse careers in popular music. They have seen success performing in all genres of music, and I had to ask Ernie if that was intentional. Well, you know, the the group has been together since 1954, and you officially joined the group in 1973. And the group has been recorded virtually almost every type of music that there is. Was that intentional? Mm, Well, you know... At uh, at the time, you know, um, rock and roll uh, in the United States, uh, I guess you could say, started more or less in the fifties. Uh huh. And uh, their first national breakthrough hit, Ozzy Brothers, was, uh, you know, you make me wanna kick my heels on the <laughs> you know, and everybody knows that one. Yep. That's the uh, yeah. The yeah, rock and roll rock and roll equivalent of happy birthday. Right. You know, uh, everybody knows it. And, uh, you know, it's just that the music over time, uh, obviously is going to change. Yeah. And uh, uh, we were fortunate enough to be able to change with it and at the same time still keep our identity. So that uh, some people are aware of uh, or came on board with Shout and you know, maybe some people came on board with um, Fight the Power, uh-huh. or some people came on board with uh, It's Your Thing, or This A Heart Of Mine, or uh, Twist and Shout. Uh, Between the Sheets. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, we've got uh, an extensive resume that uh, we're yeah. the only artist that has uh, charted. That's for sure. According to Billboard magazine, you know, male, female, black, or white in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and into the millennium, and uh, still here. And, uh, of course, you know, the music has changed during that time. And um, we've changed with it in in regard to that. We haven't been locked into any musical category. 
and uh, you know, like the same guys that did um, "It's Your Thing" did uh, "That Lady" and the two records. Uh-huh. Obviously, sound different, but <laughs> you know, we've uh, managed to keep the identity. I understand. I didn't know this. I understand in my research um, that you started out as a drummer. I started playing drums at 12. You started playing drums at 12? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I played my first live gig with my brothers in Philadelphia when I was 14. Uh-huh. And I'm the bass player on the record, It's Your Thing. That was my I was, next I was question. 16, I was 16 at the time we recorded it. That was my next question. You played bass on Is Your Thing in 1969? What? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I never, I never would have thought Ernie Isley as a drummer or as a bass player. Yeah, well, the folks that went to school with me never thought thought of me as a drummer because, you know, I was in the school band. That's what they saw. Huh? And, you know, they didn't see me uh, with a guitar. Thing recorded in 1968 with 16-year-old Ernie Isley on bass. Now, soon after that, he picked up a guitar. I got my first guitar, oh, like September of uh, 68, and um, it's your thing was recorded in uh, November, early November of 68. Uh huh. And. Uh, so it was uh, just, you know, like you, you're able to pursue your, you know, these interests and uh, you never know how it's going to develop. Absolutely. And and eventually yeah, it went to guitar. Now you've seen and experienced so much in this business, Ernie. Any idea where today's music is going? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, man. With all due respect, no one has a crystal. Nobody has, and ever has. Nobody has ever had 
a crystal ball? Uh-uh. No. So it's going to go, you know, where it uh, goes. We're fortunate to uh, be in the fine print uh, uh, of a lot of it, you know, without people really knowing. Right. I mean, I, I just, uh, last week I checked out uh, the movie Uncle Drew. Right. And uh, in that movie, uh they're riding in this van, and all of a sudden, you know, they're, they're messing around with the radio, and Uncle Drew puts in an eight-track tape which starts playing between the sheets. <laughs> 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 and then the guy riding with him is like, oh, no, man, that ain't it, that ain't it. You got to play this. And he hit his phone, and it started, I love it when you call me Big Pop. <laughs> and then they start arguing over you know, between, the difference between between the sheets and Big Papa. So you know, I, I'm cracking up look, looking at it because it's like you know, it's essentially foundation lines is the same yeah. song, and yeah. some people just relate to it. You know, the way they relate. Released in 1971 with Marvin Isley on bass and Ernie on guitar, "Love the One You With" gave the Isley Brothers their fifth top 40 pop single.
music has interwoven itself in our culture. You know, mm-hmm. not now, Ivy Brothers mm-hmm. music is a part of who we are. Yes, yes, because everybody, uh, you know, because of their uh, uh, support and their interest, you know, um, it has, um, it's, it's got legs that we never would have imagined. Exactly. You know, that's, that's why I say, when you say where the music goes, you know, I don't understand, you know, like, I can see between the sheets, but I never would have imagined that MTV and hip hop and rap would embrace uh, our catalog the way it's been embraced. You know, uh, today was a good day by Ice Cube is you know a sample of Footsteps in the Dark, mm-hmm. uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony uh, sampled uh, Make Me Say It Again, Girl. For See You at the Crossroads, right? See You at the Crossroads, right. you know, which was the monster hit of uh, that year yeah, came but... the biggest record uh, so in in that way you know we we are very much uh, well represented and present
I just couldn't help but wonder if Ernie had any favorite artists from today. So I asked him. Are there any new artists out there, Ernie, that you like and that you're excited about? Anybody out there new that you like? Oh, recently, I was in L.A. to for the ASCAP uh, Music Awards, and they gave it to uh, Seven Streeter for the song she did, Before I Do. Right. Which is a sample of Aaliyah's At Your Best You Are Love. Uh-huh. Which is a sample. the song of the Isley Brothers. <laughs> you know, so I'm saying that with a plaque, you know, on myself, you know, on, on behalf of the, the brothers saying, you know, thank you very much. So uh, Seven, you know, she she um, she sings very well. Uh, she's got a lot of stage presence. And it doesn't hurt that she's gorgeous. Right. You know, so... <laughs> I said, oh, thank you. I said, you know, I, I wrote that song. She said, yes, I know. <laughs> okay, great, great. You know, I wrote that to Best You Will Love. And, you know, a lot of a lot of the folks there, uh, of course, they uh, like the song and they appreciate it. Uh, if they don't know about the Isley Brothers, they know about it through uh, Aaliyah.
your style reminds me of Jimi Hendrix, and I'm sure you've heard that before. But I understand that your biggest influences, or at least one of them, was Jose Feliciano. Yeah, uh, when I heard uh, Light My Fire for the first time, his version, uh, I was like, you know, I got to get a guitar. I didn't know who that was. <laughs> but, you know, and, you know, Jimi Hendrix was uh, a house guest and an employee uh-huh. uh, with my brothers, with my family. Yes. In our, in our home from like March of 63 to uh, November of 65. So, um, you know, there's a lot of music in our home, obviously. Uh-huh. And, to, and to have this person that eventually became an electric guitar deity, you know, was uh, quite an amazing thing to witness and to have around you, you know, virtually yeah. every day watching him, him playing. So it was great. It's time to add our old school spotlight to the mix. It's time to crank up the Wayback Machine. Not only did Jose Feliciano inspire Ernie Isley to play guitar, but Jose also enjoyed significant international success when he released his version of Light My Fire in 1968. It is perhaps the best known version of the song, originally released by The Doors. It reached number three on the Hot 100 charts only a year after the original had hit number one on the same chart. Jose Feliciano's remake blended Latin influences, including a mixture of Spanish guitar, flute, and flamenco with American pop. 
The single helped spur his worldwide success of his album Feliciano, which was nominated for multiple Grammy Awards in 1969. It's Jose Feliciano, right here in the Gumbo Mix. You know that it would be untrue You know that I would be a liar If I was to say to you hey, Girl, we couldn't get much higher Come on, baby, light my fire Come on, baby, light my fire Try to set the night on fire Hesitations through There's no time To wallow in the mire Darling we could only lose And our love become a funeral pyre Come on baby light my fire Come on baby light my fire Try to set the night on fire Now, Ernie, that intro to the Summer Breeze, did you come up with that? I think Ronald, uh, <laughs> if I was going to give anybody credit for that. Was, uh, I think, you know, Ronald and uh, uh, Kelly and Rudolph, um, there was a certain way that they wanted to do that song. Uh-huh. And uh, that was uh, one of the initial suggestions. And... Um, that was just, okay, we're going to do it like this. And then, you know, the guitar is going to go here. You know, you're going to play here, and you're going to play, and then you have a solo at the end. And uh, when it was time to do it, I said, you know, just go out there and, you know, uh, just mess around a bit. You know, we, we're not going to record anything. You just go ahead and, you know, see what happens. So I went out there and, and played. And uh, at a certain point, I stopped playing. And I was thinking, like, uh, okay, okay, I guess I got to do that again. And my eldest brother, Kelly, was on the talk back. I said, no, we got it. We recorded that. Wow. Said, really? Yeah, and he came inside and he 
push the playback button. And it was like, wow, it's there. Whoa.
After signing with Epic Records in 1973, the eldest members of the group decided to include younger members Ernie Isley, Marvin Isley, and Chris Jasper as official members of the group. In response to this transformation, the group gave themselves the moniker 3 plus 3, describing the original three vocalists in the group and the three recruited instrumentalists. At about this time, Ernie's guitar work and style were becoming more profound and identifiable. He even gave his guitar a name. Now, I understand that B.B. King named his guitar Lucille, but you mm -hmm. named your guitar Zeal. Why is that? Yeah. Uh, Zeal Stratocaster, that's... Um, Zeal is the thing that uh, allows you to live, allows anyone to live. Uh, it's that thing that... Um, I don't know if you're uh, out on the basketball court and you're getting ready to take a shot and you take it and you know that it's going in <laughs> when it leaves it as as it leaves your hand. Right. Uh, that shot's like that's what zeal is. I I got that's you. when you're in that zone, in that place. So that when you're playing the instrument exactly. with a certain feeling, that's uh -huh. the player in that zone, in that place, a burning desire to play.
Are there any new projects or any new music coming up for the Isley? Yeah, we're working on, uh, we're getting some uh, stuff together now, and perhaps uh, if it doesn't come out um, this calendar year, uh, Lord willing, look for it early next year. You know, we just did finish uh, Power of Peace CD with uh, Carlos Santana, and of course, you know, that was a, a thrill for all of us uh-huh. involved, uh, you know, uh you know, obviously, he's working with Carlos and Carlos Santana and his uh, organization working with us, and you know, me and Carlos together. You know, wow! I can't wait yeah, to hear this. So, so it's the Isleys and 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 Carlos Santana. It's I'm called the power, the power of peace. I can't wait to hear it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you like it. Well, here it is from the Power of Peace album. It's Body Talk by the Isley Brothers and Santana. Can't you see how bad I'm hooked on you? 
what would you say is your favorite Isley Brothers album? Do you have a favorite? Uh, well, when you pick one, then you leave everything else out. Uh, <laughs> I would say, <laughs> if I had to pick one, um, well, I'd have to pick two, actually. Okay. Uh, one, would, one would be uh, The Heat Is On With Fight The Power, and the other would be Go For Your Guns. Okay. Uh, with the Go For Your Guns has... Uh, Climbing up the ladder, voice to Atlantis. Yeah. Uh, Footsteps in the dark. Uh, it's got some of, of well, both of them do. And the heat is on has uh, fights power and for the love of you and make me say it again, girl. Hope uh-huh. you feel better, love. You know, so um, I'd say those two if I had to pick. In 1990, you released your first solo album called High Wire. What inspires, yeah. what inspires you to write a new song, Ernie? What, what what's your inspirations? Oh, when you're writing music, is this just an, an idea just pops in your head? Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, you know, you're thinking that you have these, you know, like it's like um, even if you don't have the full uh, idea together, you have like a piece of something. And then you follow it, you know, to wherever it's uh, taking you. So um, that was sort of like what what doing High Wire was like. I had these different ideas that were fragments. And uh, the idea was, uh, okay, well, let me see if I, if I finish this one off, what do I have? What, you know, and uh, so it was... Uh, it was a joy doing it. It was a challenge doing it. Uh, it was a relief when I say, "Okay, it's finished." But uh, <laughs> no, it was. It, but that's what you know. That's what the, um, doing it, uh, doing the music is about. It, yeah. it has it has those uh, qualities in it.
Um, my last question is, do you have any advice at all for the up-and-coming recording artists, guys that are out there that are trying to get to a, a certain level of music? Do you have any advice for them at all? Uh, one thing is they got to they gotta really love it. Uh, they got to be uh, really committed to the music, committed to the goal that they have, uh-huh. and to uh, follow their compass. You know, which means they're the only ones that's going to really have some idea of where they're trying to go. Right. And you can't necessarily expect other people to uh, to get it. <laughs> At least to get, they won't get it. They won't get it right away. Maybe uh, after you get there, then they'll understand what you're trying to do. Uh, that's like, uh, like I said before, I was in school playing drums and nobody knew about me, you know, having right. a guitar. Uh, so, and even if they did, it's like, well, what you playing guitar for? I thought you played drums. Right. Uh, so, so, you know, you have to have a, a, a focus, a goal in mind. And uh, if you have uh, a particular uh, zeal, that burning desire on the inside, then there's every, uh, hopefully there's every chance that you will uh, get to where you're trying to go with it, with your career and your life. Thank you so much, right. Ernie. I, I still appreciate you, man. All right, man. Thank you so much. And, and I love the Isleys, and I appreciate all the, you know, the legacy that you guys have left all these years and all this music. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much, man. I, I don't know what we would do without you guys, man. I really, <laughs> really don't. Much appreciate that. Yeah we, yeah, we love you all. Thank you so okay, much, man. man. You. Okay, yeah. God bless. Bye bye. Yeah, I cannot say thank you enough to Ernie Isley for his time and conversation. He was down to earth, insightful, and really easy to talk to. I really appreciate the opportunity to meet him and to speak with him. Now, don't forget to check out the complete presentation of the Isley Brothers and all of their biggest hits on thehot12.com. I also have to thank Cece for everything that she brings to the Gumble Mix and my friends at Flying A Media for their support and work behind the scenes. Thank you to BK and to everyone at 90.7 KSER. Most of all, I'd like to thank you, all the loyal listeners who tune in and enjoy the Gumble Mix on KSER and on thehot12.com. My name is Dee Duane and thank you so much for listening to the Gumble Mix.